Kirk Fox. This is it. I've invited some followers. I see that as I speak, I get my little blue circle around me. That's that's very soothing. I I see a familiar face, Michael. That that's nice to have a listener. He he might not he might not really be here. I do see the face. He could have just clicked and walked. Uh, Pranay is here also. It's it's nice to have uh, some faces slide in. Nice to see Quentin. This, <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. Uh, this is another episode of Little Piles of Crazy. I believe it's a show. I, I don't really like to put a label on it. I, I think we all have little piles, little corners of things. It, it doesn't have to be crazy. I, I do... I do like the sound of that little piles of crazy, but who's, who's to decide in life what's crazy. Uh, it could just be a little pile of something that, that has value to us. Uh, th that title came from a mother-in-law who had some piles of, uh, of things that she, she wouldn't, she wouldn't clear. She liked to fill fill some spots. I think it gave her uh, a power, some some territory. The the fact that I wanted it moved seemed to be enough for her to keep it. Uh, what I would like to talk about today is some good news for my brain. We we always look for little uh, little jolts of dopamine. It comes from different places for different people. Uh, caffeine, I, I guess, is dopamine for some. And pornography has a, a moment of a rush for some. I'm against, I'm against that. I, I think that that numbs us to, to truth. So I, I don't recommend getting your dopamine from that. But here's what I'd like to talk about. Uh, I will be doing comedy this weekend in La Jolla, California, the, the comedy store. I used to go there a lot. I grew up in San Diego. That's, uh, that's where I was born. That's La Jolla is where my, my dad, Ben, met my mother for the first time. I've often mentioned that he had a little Australian jumper, uh, a dog that went everywhere with him. He, he drove out from Michigan on a 1947 Indian chief and his dog was on the gas tank. Uh, he was painting a house in La Jolla and his dog ran down the, the ladder, ran down the beach. He, he chased the dog. A mile later, the dog was barking at a woman. He bent down, picked up the dog and met my mother. But I don't have a lot of my dad in my, uh, in my stand-up comedy. I think it's important to have some truths in there. And then you water it with your imagination. So last night, uh, I was figuring out my set. I will be doing 45 minutes of, of comedy this weekend. 
I have 15 minute chunks that I will just connect together in a flow that fills that time. Uh, I do the comedy store a lot. Michael, you're the last one. I, I don't mind this. Soon there might be nobody here, but, but I will continue talking because this might be something people come back and listen to later. But I will ask you some questions about it, Michael, if you're still here. But I realized that I want to slide my dad into the set. I, I want to talk a little bit about my dad. And I found a moment where I think I can slide some things in. And I'm, I'm going to just say it out loud so that I hear it. I, I timed it last night. It's, it's about five minutes for this chunk. Oh, hi, Jaron. Uh, Kirk Fox here. It, it's just Michael and I. There, there were others, but they, they left. They, they said they would come back and, and listen when it's completed. Chase, of course, Chase comes in when, when Jaron is here. Uh, Jaron, would you like to move up to uh, be a speaker at some point, or are you okay just listening? Here, let, me, let me just get this out of the way quickly. This little, this little chunk that I will be working in uh, about my dad this weekend, and I'm excited about it because it's all stuff I talk about often, but I've never worked it into my comedy. So here, here, here's, how, here's where it comes from. I talk about spending some time just staring at a tree. Uh, the other day, I, I spent hours just looking at a tree. Uh, a tree is my best friend. There's one in the backyard. And I, I often just look at it. Sometimes I touch it. There's another tree that I pee on, but this isn't about that. This is just setting up what gets to my dad. I, I talk about how much time I uh, spend looking at this tree. I talk about how killing can't even begin to describe what I do to time. It, it's a massacre. There's nothing left of it. Seconds run from me. I, I would keep leap year tied up in the basement. Things, things of this nature. Uh, I talk about how it takes a lot of time to do absolutely nothing, but I, I'm willing to put in the time. I discuss how uh, not working has its benefits, that I've, uh, I'm avoiding a work-related death by simply avoiding work. But then uh, I talk about eventually my shit will never be together, and that's, that's very comforting. But then here's, here's where I get excited. Uh, hey, Jared, I'm going to just move you up to, to speaker, if, if that's okay. Uh, I, I, people do love it when Jaron is handy. Hi, Jaron Kirk Fox. Hi, you didn't really give me a chance to respond as to whether or not I wanted to be a speaker. Well, do you not want to? I mean, it's a little early for me, but I'll be part of this. It's okay. Keep going. Okay, you can, you can just, uh, you can just maybe tell me something afterwards. But I, we have friends here, Michael, Chase, Scott. They. they Oh, I, I know. I'm happy with our friend. Hi, Scott. I, I was actually just thinking of Scott because I was curious. I mean, I think Rivian's pricing high, but I was wondering his feelings on it compared to Tesla. He's such a big believer in Tesla. Uh, Scott, do you, would you like to? <laughs> would you like to? Scott's right here for you, Jaron. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm all about family here. Tesla. Hi, Hi morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, 
I knew somebody was going to pull out a Tesla. That's why I kind of thought we'd hit that 950 level. But uh, I don't know. It looks like it's bounced back a little right. bit. And uh, yeah, Rivian's well, a little bit overpriced, but. I know. Rivian, I think, is a good one to go into once it pulls back a little. It's going to be pricing more than twice what it originally was supposed to price that, I think. I think it's going to be um, a lot like. Um, uh, what's the uh, one that really it'll it'll every you know pull back like they always do? I mean, it's a lot of hype, and then it's, of course, yeah, so there's opportunity. Well, hopefully, it doesn't money. end up like a Nikola. Yeah, well, you know the the market mm-hmm. is a little inflated when Nikola's over. I think the last I looked, it was fourteen dollars. So there's something wrong there, but um, I I can't say comment on that anymore. But <laughs> I like it. Hey, hey I got Kirk Fox. Uh, Hey, Jared, uh, I love Jaren's brain. I love that she can come in here and, and talk business. Uh, I know that Colin has a, a lot of people interested in business. Hey, Scott, you, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my dad quickly, Scott. And then you, you okay. tell me if you feel the excitement that, that might translate on stage. What do All you right. think? I'm listening. Okay, well, I, like I said, I, I talk about how lazy I am in a, in a little two or three minute chunk. And then I'm going to talk about where my work ethic came from. I think uh, I will say uh, my work ethic was instilled by my dad. He, he was like a father figure to me. I, I come from a long line. And then I, I'll just leave it at that. I, I'll just let people know that it was a long line, which, which, I think, <laughs> which, which I think is funny. I come from a long line. Uh, I will say uh, my dad was actually an inventor. He'd get up every morning at 6 a.m. and invent ways to not have to go to work. And that, to me, always has gotten uh, a lot of laughter but now I'm working it into the set. So I will say that. And I'd say he, he'd go down to the beach every morning and, and trudge in the deep sand from Crystal Pier down to the jetty. And he'd have a bamboo stick with him. They, they call him Bamboo Ben. He'd greet everyone with a rousing Raya. And then I'll, I'll, do, the, I'll do the Raya on stage. Raya. And I'll do it a few times. And I'll be excited to do that on stage because... I've done it often in life, but I've never worked it into uh, my act, if I can say that word. So I will be excited to take a moment of that connection. And then I'll explain Raya. It's simply air backwards. And and then maybe I'll explain where it came from quickly, if I can do it quickly. I don't want to spend too much time uh, without laughter. But uh, Raya came from a point where my dad had stopped breathing on the beach once during a hike. And with his last breath, he exhaled Raya. And for some reason, his heart started beating again. It turns out to be air, the last thing we breathe in and the, uh, and the first thing. First thing we breathe in, the last thing we let go of. But I might mention Raya a little. And then he would always say uh, to the kids, isn't it wonderful and we'd say, what, what, what is so wonderful? And he'd say, when we as Earth planet travelers become aware of our relativity with the great universal life force. And we'd all say, yeah, it's great. And then I will say this. Uh, actually, my dad was uh, a Jedi. He was the first Jedi. And then I'll take a beat and I'll say, no, excuse me. I meant he drove a Jedi. He, he drove a, a, a Jedi. 
that's, 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 that's nice to yeah. see laughter. There'll be laughter there. And then I will say, uh, my dad actually drove that Jetta, and he even took the, the passenger seat out of this car, and he put a little table in there with, uh, so he could cut up his apples and cheese when he drove, so he'd never have to stop at a drive-thru. My dad, he was actually, he was a drive-thru, and I think that'll get a laugh also in the, the context of it. And then I'll say, you know, the only other person uh, in history that's gotten fame from uh, taking a passenger seat out of their Volkswagen was Ted Bundy. He used to, he took out his passenger seat so that no one would be able to see, no one would be able to see the bodies that were in the VW Bug. So he took out his passenger seat. So, you know, my dad and Ted Bundy, just a, a couple of inventors, very innovative. And I, I think, I think that'll get a, I think that'll get a, a nice laugh. And then uh, after that, where is it? I, I lost my, uh, I forgot. Where does it go from there, Jared? Oh, here it is. And then. Yeah, uh, I think it's a little early for you too. I thought your brain works better in the morning, you said. Oh, and then, uh, then I'll say, oh, here it is. Just a couple of inventors. And then I say, you know, my dad was actually uh, <clears throat> a handyman by trade. Uh, he used to paint houses and. Sometimes I'd go with him to work and it was like watching paint dry. And I think that'll get a laugh. And then I'll say, and then I'll say it was a, he was a handyman, but it, it skipped a generation. Yeah. I, I've been known to sometimes pound a, a screw in with a hammer, but that's just, it has the same sound. So you have to cut me some slack there. And then I will say, my dad would be very proud of me. Uh, I actually built a, a wine tasting room during the pandemic. It, it was a lot easier than I thought it would be. I, I just moved two chairs into the kitchen. That, and that'll get a laugh, as, as <laughs> yeah. it does with you. And then I will say, <clears throat> I might drink a little too much. I, I had a physical recently. Uh, the doctor who told me that I'd be leading the resistance. So that's a callback to an, er to an earlier joke, which I yeah. think will get a laugh in that context. And then... Uh, the doctor said, you know, I should probably try not to drink for a few days. And I was like, in a row or total? And I, that's always uh, a, a big laugh there. I, I think I'll be able to, something to the point where I'll be able to do it. You know, I might be able to, you know, not drink for a few days, but it just can't be in a row. And then the doctor says, he actually said, I have the heart of a champion uh, and the liver of a 90-year-old alcoholic. And, which surprised me because I didn't think I'd be living to 90. So I'm excited about that. Uh, let's drink to that. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, uh, that's, that's this little five-minute chunk on uh, being lazy and kind of working my dad into the act. And I have to tell you, Scott, I, it, it, made me, it made me happy to realize I'm going to finally – slide in a little bit of uh, some truths into my set. So that's the seed of truth watered with my imagination. You know, the Bundy stuff is, is the truth, but you know, to say they are similar is they might be. So what do you think? Yeah, that's, a, that's awesome. I, I thought it was, it was good. It's obviously uh, your delivery as you're going through, it will be different in a room like that or wherever you're doing it. But so. Well, yeah, I, I, I just won't, I won't be explaining it as I go, but exactly. Know, the, but yeah, that's 
your dad sounded like he had his uh he had it to get he he sounds like uh he knew what to do he had it together he he, he was together for him what whatever he did it kept him going to 86 what do you think jaron you think there's going to be some laughter I laughed at it last night, but that's normally a bad sign. I know, but I think I think you laughed at it last night because you were just happy that I was talking to you and you know running a joke past you. Or maybe I wasn't listening. Maybe I was just laughing at Addison. Oh, that's possible. That's possible also. Yeah. Will Jaron be there to no. help you or no? No, he's been bribing me to not go to comedy with him, especially for traveling. Last couple, he's going to San Diego. I didn't even ask for anything. I actually turned down the bribe. So I was like, you don't have to just bribe me every time you leave town. But he's like, do you want another pair of shoes so that I don't have to, so that you won't come with me to San Diego? So I don't need any more shoes right now. I'm okay. <laughs> well, do you want me to just give you $500? No, I don't need $500. It's fine. <laughs> hey, Scott, I just like to, you know, I like to work alone. It's uh I just, I feel like I'm going to work and I want to focus. And, you know, for me to do 45 minutes, it, it takes a little bit of brain power. I should probably be, I should probably be concerned by the Absolutely. fact that most guys you. pay to have a woman with them and my husband pays to not have me with him. But I guess it's been working. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I sometimes, sometimes I miss her. <laughs> Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yes, yes, it does. Well, I don't know how you do stand up with any friends or family around, honestly, because every time I try to, ever since listening to this show, I've been trying to be funnier around the house. And my kids always look at me and roll their eyes and just say, Dad, you're not funny. Scott, I, I have to tell you that one of the problems with going down to La Jolla and San Diego is I have family <laughs> down there. And sometimes they come out. And if they sit too close, it kind of bums me out. It just, it becomes more like I'm talking to a sibling. And so when, when they do. Well, especially because his cousin, like last time, I think brought 10 drunk friends. And, it, and these are all like 50 year old, more older. They're like 60 year old. It's even older, maybe. Almost 70 year old women either. just drunk that he has to know. Perfect. Yeah, they're, they're, that was, and that was years ago, and I, I still have PTSD from it. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, but, funny. but Scott, I'd like to believe that I'm getting better in life, that I can adjust to any obstacle. I can just. I don't know. You still haven't let my mom come to see you at do comedy. Yeah, that may never happen. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Because that's an open door, isn't it? Because there's a lot of truth. And I think it's just too painful. It's 12 years. And she if you have some drinks in her, my mom, has. she already has no filter. Uh -oh. And she has an opinion that I would say wouldn't always be the most PC of opinions. So it's best to keep her away. <laughs> <laughs> I have a mom just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't I'm everybody? <laughs> Maybe. Hey, Scott, how's your boat? It's fantastic. Is it in your possession? No, not yet. I get to see When you get it? it. Uh, next year. Next year? There's huge delays. It doesn't oh, matter where you're looking. At. I didn't got... know the supply chain was going to 
end up preventing us from surviving an apocalypse if it happens anytime soon. We've still got container ships sitting out in the ports with a whole bunch of solar panels sitting in them waiting to get to us. So we've we've got huge supply chain issues still. You you've got things in line. I'm just hoping that by by the time Hanukkah's over, else it becomes Christmas and I don't want to wait that long. I ordered Addison this huge like indoor playground so that we wouldn't have to go outside during winter. Uh, that has like a really big slide and monkey bars and all this stuff. I'm just hoping it comes by the end of Hanukkah because I can't wait till December, like Christmas time. And I don't want Santa giving it to her. I want her to know we gave it to her. Well, you might, maybe you just get the slide and nothing to mount it on and Kirk will have no, to No, it's all connected. With, uh, it's like a, oh, is it? Yeah, no, it's like this really fancy, nice, I got it handmade out of wood. Very nice playground thing. That's five. Scott, I'm, I'm like just five look, feet I'm just tall and over five feet long. I think. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. I'll be hanging clothes from it eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He said that well, it's it was worth the money just because once she outgrows it, that he thinks we'll keep it just to hang our laundry. Hey Scott. Hi Scott. Hi if Scott. Kirk Fox. Yep. Uh, hi, Jaron Kirk Fox. Hey, Scott. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let TZ come up here because. Oh, well, as a quick, the, the laundry, yeah. uh, at least it would be a better place than all of a sudden. Our housekeeper found our avocado picker and she likes putting it somehow. She balances it and like lines up all of our clothing to line dry on our avocado picker. Monkey bars at least seem more professional. Hey, hey Jaron. Hey, Jaron Kirkbox, no. can you please not? Can you please not tell people we have a housekeeper? I like to pretend I'm struggling. You can struggle. I don't have to struggle. Okay, let me. I want to talk to Scott. I have I a mean, housekeeper. He, She's been my housekeeper since I was 14. I don't know what she does for you. Uh, I I invited TZ too far. Uh, I brought him all the way up to speak when I wanted to, him to just be in the middle. Hey, TZ Kirk Fox. Hey, Kirk Fox. How's it going? Late to the party. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I will say I was shocked to find out that you were a guy. I don't know. The unicorn just made <laughs> me feel like it was going to be a girl when he said that somebody from Colin was at the show TZ. And I was like, wait, what? It's a guy? I This is the one girl I thought he had listening to him. But no, it's a guy. Hey, hey, Jaren, Kirk Fox. <laughs> yes, Kirk Fox. So TZ, it, it, was, uh, it was nice to... To see a familiar face up there. What what did you think of the show? Was it, wait, wait, wait. Was it a familiar face? All you've seen is a unicorn yeah. of him. That's all I see in life. Hey, that's all that matters, you know. Did it, he wear did he wear that outfit to the show? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you know, I wanted to, but I got checked at the door. It was next really time good. you have to, yeah. then you'd be able to recognize you. You know, yeah, so I think it was a compliment. Kirk Fox, yeah. let, let's get back to me. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't he want it to be about him? Well, at this moment in time, I mean, I, I started this, this. I thought it was uh, supposed to be about bamboo bed, not you. And this is part of it. This will all. This will all get to it. Hey, TZ. Hey, was Kurt. there laughter? Oh, it was awesome. I was. It was phenomenal. So I, I've seen. I've seen a few of your sets. You know, just in general. But that your set that that particular one was a little darker and awesome. That I. That's just. I think. I think it was great. So. Well, TZ, I, I, I have to say, it, it was a little dark, but I, I just kind of like that that chunk. That's that's how I start, that's how I start my next hour with, with with that with that at the top. 
And then I talk about yeah. leading the resistance. And I talk about not saving Jaron. These are all things I didn't get to, but I'm glad you got to see that first chunk. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, it was pretty stellar. So, uh, yeah, more more of that. It was awesome. So, but, you know, the, the gist of this this episode of Little Piles is I found a spot to slide in some talk about my dad. And it really, uh, I think it really is going to take the set to a different level to have a little bit of that vulnerability in there. Yeah. So what, um, so what, what, what about your dad? Uh, you know, what, you know, what did well, I, 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 I'm just going to talk about, uh, you know, I, I'm going to discuss a little bit about being lazy in life mm. and, and how killing can't even begin to describe what I do to time and how I've never really worked. And then I'm going to just kind of discuss where my work ethic came from and then talk a little bit about my dad and, and some of his quirks and I'm, how he was a handyman and it skipped a generation. You'll be able to hear it at the top. Uh, you can go mm. back later and listen to the first five minutes of this but uh, ah, I'm, I'm excited yep. about it because I've never really talked about my dad. So on stage, I talk about him so much off stage. And then I realized last night uh, it's time to just slide him in there a little. And I found a perfect spot for it. <laughs> yeah, it's so critical, you know, um, you know, father figures are such a, major part of of growth right and that's so. and that's funny because one of the first things i said is uh, one of the first things i will say is uh this work mm. this work ethic was instilled by my dad he was like he was like a father figure mm. to me <laughs> yeah what do you mean like <laughs> was he was he that's uh, the comedy uh, i don't have so to explain it exactly the fact that you laughed said that that's enough <laughs> I'd say I come. Yeah, from, for I, sure. I'd say I come from a long line, and then I would. Yeah, just, you know, then I, I would just leave it at that. that. It was just a long line. I hear you. Like I, I had a father, but I never had a dad, right? And you know, there's some comedy, just trying to explore that. You know, um, even to, even this morning, my wife sends me a. I think she subtweeted me. Uh, you know how to be a father, and I'm like, hey, wait, is this a compliment or? Am I not? Am I not a father? <laughs> like what? What's going on? I will say, there's always that. Like, there's a discussion that goes of why do women always feel like how it shouldn't be said and treated like the father when they're watching the child all by themselves as a babysitter, not a father. Like the rules that have to be laid out and everything has to be left in place, and that maybe they shouldn't be coddled so much as fathers. They should just know what they're doing, but. Kirk requires that. Like, if Kirk were stuck with a meal that I didn't leave out or have planned for a child during the day, no one would survive. I'd come home to just a house of two people passed out. <laughs> Jaron, that's 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 very true. It, it's very true. You have to leave the meals out. No, I know you need to be treated like you're babysitting. It's like I'm going to be gone from this. I'll be home around here. I'll come back with food. I left all of this here. This channel, Netflix is set up with this show. YouTube, you need this one. Everything has to be laid out. Use this remote for this. But Jaron, you 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 had to know going in that it it wasn't going to be a, a smooth ride. Yeah. 
No, going in, I didn't know that. I was kind of blind to it, I think. We were having fun. Then once reality set in, I was just too deep. Well, yeah, but, well, welcome. You know, behind every, behind, uh, you know, every man is a, you know, is a woman, you know, rolling her eyes is the saying. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty far. But that would take cool. actually listening to roll your eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. Right. Well, I, yeah. I say, I say behind every great woman, there's a man trying to have sex with her doggy style. <laughs> yes, I would, I would concur with that. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you my unicorn. <laughs> Hey, uh, TG Kirk Fox, uh, quick, quick question. I'll let you go because we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up. Jaron, we did what needed to be done. Uh, I know you have a lot to do. Uh, hey, San Jose, the improv up there, such high ceilings. Uh, were other, were other people yeah. laughing? Yeah, they were. They were, they were pretty much, uh, I, th- I think everyone was pretty much rolling. They were a little, you know, you know, post COVID you know, shock, I think, you know, being in, being in a room, I'm surprised at how many people actually wore masks and stuff like that. Cause uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of uncomfortable. So I think, there was I know it's, it's a different world for the comedian to see mm-hmm. half the room in masks and half not mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. one of the most important things I feel in, in any live performance is connecting with the room as a unit as as yep. just one wave of either laughter or confusion but to have only half of them able to be heard or feeling comfortable it's a it's a tricky ride these days it's it's completely a different beast than uh before covid so you know it's it's just yeah nice well they pick a few that you can see laughing and then you just kind of throw it toward them i think yeah they, so they were they were definitely you know laughing and i don't think that you may have heard it because that you're right that audience the, the auditorium is pretty loud or it's a pretty high ceiling and plus people are wearing these masks and and so you're not hearing the audible um unfortunately but yeah they were definitely you know smirking you know and and, and chuckling and stuff it was pretty the energy was 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 pretty good um Okay, I'll, I'll take a smirk. You know, <laughs> and how were you able to see a smirk in half of the people? I'll uh, take it. Yeah, I, I, I could. Said, no, no, I'm saying if half are in masks, how do you know if they're smirking? I can well, hear them. TZ just threw that word out there. I, <laughs> I was just saying that I'll take a smirk. Yeah, yeah it was it was good energy, uh, I, you know, but it is San Jose, right? I mean, That's uh, true. <laughs> so... Uh, well, thank hey, you, TZ. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I'm, I'll pop off stage, but uh, yeah, looking forward. Anytime you're on, I'll be on. Thank you, my friend. Anytime. That's a big commitment. That's a big one. Yep. All right. Okay. Thank you. That's more of a commitment than I'm willing to make to Kerr. Well, that's, that's, that's what being a man is all about right there. So. Uh, you're right. I guess there, there's more of a bro code loyalty going on. <laughs> Man and unicorn. All right. right. Hey, uh, Michael, Chase, anything you need to add? Are you guys at peace? Uh, Michael, Chase, anything? Are you, uh, let's see what, let's see what uh, the face has to say. The face, is that Chase's new name? He's just the face. face. (laughs) Chase, how are you? I'm I'm doing well. Kirk, um, always a good morning. Congrats to face. (laughs) The face. I I don't think I like that one. There's more to me, Kirk than just this avatar that I, I know we'll have to 
I'll have to go to a show and 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 grab a, a drink or something with you. But uh, <laughs> he'll okay. still call I, you the face. It's the same way when he met. It, he had a friend, <laughs> one of like the an actor and a run of the who's one of the writers on Res Dogs came over for dinner. Our hand, anyone. He's like, yeah. She used to be really hot, or something. That's all. It's all about his first impression of you. It's all that matters. If he found you, Chase, you will always be the face. Chase, Kirk Fox. Uh, Chase, you will always be the face. Jaron, you will always be the tits. I knew you'd say that. Wow. <laughs> I thought the switch? legs and ass were all involved. I thought that that first impression was a lot. I I, re- I didn't get past the tits. That's not true. There was a short skirt and red high heels on at ten forty five in the morning. Are, are you gonna Are you gonna tell me what you're I the one who told was me. supposed to get past? I'm just telling you what you said. <laughs> no tits. Can we just leave it at what mattered? Okay. Yes, tits. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> so, Chase, well, uh, how are you? Yo, I, I, I was, I was really sick, Kirk. So I'm, I'm just coming out of. Uh, you, you do sound better. Congrats. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just coming. I was in the hospital. No COVID or anything. I, I was. Wait, what? what? You were in the hospital? Oh yeah, it was. It was bad. It was. Um, my girlfriend said, "I think you need to go to the emergency room." Like, I like w- woke up late, just coughing up a lung, and then. Yeah, just I went in. And they're like, "Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with you." So I, I have to pay a hefty emergency room bill, but uh, I still don't know quite what's wrong. But I'm feeling better, so I guess. I mean, I think your girlfriend should pay that bill. What's she doing, sending you for? Well, just a she's cough? a she's a medical student. She like goes to UCLA, so she's bright about all this stuff. She's like, I think you're gonna have to get a chest X. Uh, you're I, making I believe, it work. I think she got a. I think she got an F in the emergency portion. Yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs> she didn't understand how bad my insurance was. I think I think that's where the wires got crossed. But um, you know, sometimes a face is just a face. They they don't even worry about insurance. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, I'm usually not someone that gets sick, but this thing just it kicked my ass. It's crazy. Okay, okay good, Chase. Uh, you're here. Uh, quick, quick question. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but are you excited that Kirk Fox is going to work his dad into the act a little finally? Oh, I love that. I'm, I'm, I've heard some of the jokes. I, I, I'm all for it. I have a lazy dad as well. So, uh, it's, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't even know if my dad was truly lazy because he did go to work every day, but I think that work was, you know, painting garage floors or building spice racks. I don't think he ever had to do any heavy lifting. Well, that's good. He he found himself the the right. He lived to be a pretty old guy. So I mean, he kind of figured it himself out. Well, it's not. I don't think as much about working hard. It's just kind of about knowing how hard you have to work. I don't know. So, well, I I like to say I've I've worked hard to get where I'm not. <laughs> well, that's a good. I like that. I I'm I probably agree with you. Uh, I will be working that line into it also. Well, good, Chase. Uh, so, I, I'm, right. so you're a I'm, you're a supporter of more uh, a little bit of dad comedy into you know it can't just be all blowjobs. No, no, I, I, you gotta ha- you gotta get to the heart of of kind of what makes you you. I think you've got a loyal well, hopefully, and hopefully the dad comedy and blowjobs are two separate things. Well, they they, be- they will all explain why I am the way I am. So, but, but Chase, I, I agree. An, an audience just wants to, to know who you are a little, and then they'll go on the ride with you. Until yeah, they find I, out who you are. I don't know. I'm, I'm, be, I'm all right, Jaron. 
you Are call you? me the face, but I feel like Kirk, you have such an interesting look. Like you have a real look that that is kind of a story in itself. So you got an audience that kind of comes in looking to be like, who is this? Like, uh, how did this guy become who he is today? So I think the dad stuff will, will be great. That's just my two cents. I, I, I do too. Are you saying that there's that much wrong with his face that you wonder how no, he's the same I, person he is? No, no, no. He, I mean, he's got that much right going on. I think Kirk has like a very, like uh, almost most interesting man in the world kind of vibe. Chase, you're God, out. Chase, you're saying Chase. all the right things to him today. Jeremy, may I just take this, please? Uh, no. Uh, this is concerning. You're you're gonna have a very inflated ego for the rest of the day. That's all right. You'll, you'll puncture it at some point. Uh, I'll Chase, try. Hi, Chase Kirk Fox. Yeah. Uh, yep. Thank you. That's all. I just wanted. To, you you just wanted some there. silence. I just wanted to say thank you. I just wanted. <laughs> of course. I just wanted course. to take it in, Jaron. Uh huh. Michael That's wants fair. Michael wants to get involved here because we're talking about what I look like. Hey Chase, good work. Your beauty. Oh. <laughs> hey Chase, I'm I'm removing you from the quay. But glad you're out of the hospital right. that you should have never been in. Okay. Hi, Michael. Kirk Fox. Hey, Kirk. I uh, just wanted to chime in. Ask uh, how how did it go up in Bakersfield? Uh, Bakersfield was wonderful. That was a Thursday night last week. It was at a brewery. And there was about 200 people in this brewery, and they laughed at all the right spots. Uh, there was a real good uh, Beyond Burger. No, it was an incredible burger first. I was hungry. And then the next two nights, San Jose. And, and they laughed. I kind of stayed with the, I stayed with the mm-hmm. same 15-minute or well, 20-minute set. So I got through it, Michael. Michael, you know what's funny? This is the first time I've heard about how oh, Bakersfield went. I didn't even know it was a brewery. <laughs> I don't well, ask a lot of questions. Know, he, he doesn't always want to bring business home. No, I, I just don't want to know. It's, I don't want to ask questions that I actually have to listen to the answer. <laughs> Jaron, I love that part of you. Uh, I rarely ask you anything. Hey, Michael, I like to say that I, I sleep with a, a white noise machine every night of my life. Her name is Jaron. She's white, and she's my wife. <laughs> every, every night I crawl into bed, I ask her about her day, and I'm asleep in two minutes. Unfortunately, there I wake go. up, and it's still going. Oh. <laughs> but I saved 25 you got, but I you, saved, you got to develop a snore so she knows that she could stop talking. You're, you're, you're no, she may not. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, the good news is the Kings are on a six-game winning streak, so there's that to consider. Um, to, a lot of at least one LA team's doing well. Yes, right. Well, yeah, uh, Rams and the Chargers are doing all right. Well, no, Ram- yeah, yeah, Rams are good. I like well, the Rams. Yeah. Good with it. Hey, so Michael, you were you were here at the beginning. Uh, are you excited that I'm going to work a little bit of uh, Bamboo Ben into my act? I think so. Uh, I, I thought you, I, uh, I I thought you were just going to ask, are you excited that I'm going to work? <laughs> I always like it when comedians work in a little uh, personal angle. You know, I think some of the best comics over the years have talked about their family. Um, you know, every, everybody's family has a certain amount of dysfunction in it, even the highly functioning ones. So it's uh, it, it's always a source of relatable humor, I think. Yeah. 
That's good. I, I'm glad. I, I'm excited about it, and that, that seems to be all that matters for me. That's right. Well, that, you're the one that's got to get up there and do it, and uh, so you better like it. Yeah, this is true. Thank you, Michael. Any ha, anything else I need to know about uh, life? Oh, not really. I just uh, Bakersfield's my hometown originally, so I was just curious. I heard you say last week that you were going up there, so I just wanted to see how that how that went. And it's usually a pretty good comedy town. People laugh a lot. Of course, they're they're pretty drunk most of the time. So Bakersfield <laughs> is, is your hometown. Yeah, this is very unexpected. Uh, well, it, uh, believe me, I, I, I was born in Bakersfield, and then I, I spent my early youth, like ages two to six, in Carmel, California. Okay, that makes more and sense. We, no, yeah, I mean, I always wonder what would have happened if I'd gotten to stay in Carmel. I was happy, actually, when we moved back to Bakersfield because my grandparents lived there. And Oh, you had to move back after Carmel? Carmel, you got a taste of the good life, and then they send you back to Bakersfield? Bakersfield. Well, there's, there was definitely, I, I certainly at the time did not consider the real estate implications of the move. I was just thinking, well, both my grandmothers are there, and they have generous cookie jar privileges. So that was really all I was thinking about. Uh, but yes, retrospect. You mean wine country wasn't on your, wine country wasn't on your brain? Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if I'd stayed in Carmel, what that would have been like. I probably would have been a uh, a wine drunk and, and pothead by age 17, but. Uh, I like your style. And a good golfer. <laughs> Some great golf. Hey, Jerry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, my, uh, right near, uh, we live near uh, Pebble Beach, I think. Right? Yeah, that's what I figured. And, mm -hmm. Hey, uh, Jaron and Michael Kirk Fox here. Hey, uh, Jaron, we need to wrap yeah. this up. And uh, Michael, I'd like to hear about your years from two to six. Maybe we could do that uh, next time. Uh, sure. But uh, sure. what I remember of it. Yeah. Well, I think it's actually the years after six that are going to be interesting. Having to move back to Bakersfield after a taste of the good life in Carmel is. But Michael, we will, we will talk about Bakersfield. I think there's some joy in Bakersfield. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Much bigger than it was even when I was a kid. Yeah, oh, there's so much ranch land that's now massive home developments and strip malls and everything else. I mean, it's uh, it's crazy. <laughs> well, thank you, Michael. Oh. I, I'm thank you for uh, just being you. <laughs> always, I'm always me. Uh, but I, I agree. We have, we'll have to wrap because I've got a maintenance man coming in about three minutes. So. Yeah, no shit. I, I don't want to talk about you too much. <laughs> I I just want to get a little feel in there. All right, man. Uh, hey, we'll we'll, pick, we'll pick this up uh, next time. Definitely. Thank you, Michael. Mm -hmm. uh, Jaron, do you need to say anything to the world? Or are you are you done being you? I mean, I hope I'm not done being me, but I think I'm done speaking on Colin right now. Okay, thank you. Uh, Kirk Fox, uh, that wraps up uh, another episode of Little Piles of Crazy. Uh, we were talking about... Uh, putting my dad in my comedy. And uh, I'm excited about a little five minute chunk of my dad. Uh, ho hopefully uh, I just can't wait to do it. So I'll, I'll let everyone know how it goes. All right. That's it. My work is done here. Have a good day, everybody. Fox out.